Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Men. Remind me of the Go Go Power Go Go Power Rangers. Oh, sick! Remember that song? Yes. Yeah. Power Rangers were really cool and hot. <laughs> Remember the there was the two bad guys too. Uh, their names. There was two dumb bad guys that that always tried to foil them. They were Whoa. called like Dink and. Barry or something. <laughs> Dink and Barry. That is not yeah. true, James. That Those are not well, their names. Guys, Chris, this is such a yeah. mega episode because there's five of us all chatting about insanity, about an evil man today. We've got special guests from Blocked Party. We have John Anderson and Stefan Rodriguez in the house. <laughs> hey, hi guys. Hey. Hello. Hello. This is huge. This is Hello. huge. Stefan Rodriguez is the name that Stefan uses on the Selena conspiracy theory message boards. So, <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I do post on there from time I to time. I nailed it. <laughs> this is like when Cliff and Norm appeared on Wings. <laughs> I don't know if you guys used to watch Wings, but it's a crossover. James, that's, I, used that's to, one... I used to eat them. Okay. <laughs> Is that anything? I think based yes, on a reaction, none of us were watching Norm. Wings. That's for our yeah, younger like, listeners. Yeah. I like yeah. that reference, but I don't want to be Wings. But also, yes, it does remind me like of when Cliff and Norm would eat Wings. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, guys. Hey, thanks for having yeah, us. I mean, I think we, we've had, we have done one mega episode before, all five of us combined on a bonus episode of yep. Block Party, and that was, yeah. uh, that that was, was a great time. That was our stupidest episode of all time. I, yeah, I was talking was... to Jackie, we just recorded with her earlier, yeah. and I, we, I mentioned uh, the Venus for Men uh, video. <laughs> Is that uh, right? like vibrating sucker machine thing? <laughs> yeah, because yep. I made you guys watch the video, and yeah. I think you guys liked it, right? Well, I bought I liked three. it. Yeah. <laughs> one for my penis, one for my ass, and one for my nose. Yeah. Well, there there is a there's like a nipple attachment. It's like two little. Yeah, they do have a nipple attachment straight yeah. up. That's not. Oh, even, I don't know if we caught to that up. part of the video, but what does, does it, it pinch do? them or does it suck them? It sucks. On sucks. Them, yeah. Uh, to me, that's a, get, get back to me when they pinch. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool, though. Yeah, Jackie Pirico, she's the best. She's uh, co-hosted uh, on Evil Men a bunch, and yeah, we're old school buddies with her, too, so that's awesome. You guys had her on uh, your show. Yeah, she was super funny, uh, very nice. We uh, Yeah, we had a great time. And yeah, now nice. we're here. It feels like a very uh, Toronto. It feels like we're we're hanging out with the hip Toronto it comedy It feels like we're in Toronto today. almost. Yeah, are we in, like Toronto? in Toronto? Where's the yeah. CN Tower? You yeah. know, or whatever. That's what Toronto people are saying. Well, John, yeah, far where away. is the CN Tower? I live in Toronto. <laughs> where is <laughs> Take me to your CN Tower. I've never been up the goddamn CN Tower, and I have no plans to ever do it. My, yeah, I know my you, your girlfriend is from uh, another country. That's what that's I was just perfect, about to say. That's a perfect place to take her. She can go while I wait at the base, <laughs> looking at my watch, saying, I've got things to do. <laughs> see if you can see me from up there. You go up to the top. I'll stand down here and we can know. You know what, Mike? I'll step up as a real ass man and I'll take her. I'm not your step boyfriend. I'm the boyfriend that stepped up. 
<laughs> well, you didn't step. You didn't step up the steps to the CN Tower, though. Yeah, you stayed no, yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, I'm the boyfriend who stepped up the steps of the CN Tower and raised money for cancer. <laughs> what is the big tower in uh, Vancouver? Is there? Do you have a There's big? The, I think there is one. <laughs> There's the harbor what's the big, center. What's the big tower over there you guys got? It's Whistler uh, Blackcomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a mountain. We call it a mountain. Uh, that's kind of how we refer to it. But, you know, yeah. whatever you guys are into there, over there. There's, a, I would say, the harbor center probably, right, John? Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's got the revolving the, restaurant, at least. Used to. Used to have a revolving yeah. restaurant up there. I believe it was called Cloud Nine, uh, yeah. which Ooh. is very funny because the building was really not all that tall or in the clouds. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I never. Did you ever go to it, Stefan? I never was. I, I never. Not did to a the restaurant, restaurant, but I, I did go up to the top, and it's. I mean, it's not that. It it's just sucks. really not that high. It just is. No. Yeah. It <laughs> just like, kind of has the sort of circular <laughs> thing the CN Tower has, but just like on yeah. the top of a regular business building. Ah. Yeah. Nice. I've been up the Calgary Tower, and it's really weird because it's fully just a regular building's height. But it's a tower for some reason. Like other buildings in Calgary, I'm sure, are higher than it. That's basically this. Like, so you're like a yeah. revolving restaurant a in a tower looking up at buildings around you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, it feels like it's like the 10th or 11th tallest building in downtown Vancouver, maybe. So it's not even that, it's not right. even that good, really. It kind of sucks. I don't like I it. I went to a revolving restaurant in Winnipeg. And had a steak and some wine on in that restaurant. The Burton Cummings sure Revolving Restaurant? Is it the. Yeah, he plays piano on it, but he keeps falling off the stool because the, the, the restaurant goes pretty fast. Baby, you just ain't nothing yet. You have to wait until it revolves around and then you'll see something. It's called the Winnipeg Revolving Puke Rama Dome. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Uh, we should do an exchange program, uh, Evil Men and Block Party, where we each yeah. visit each other's tallest revolving restaurant and that'd be sweet. You know, yeah. learn about each other's cultures. Isn't there one that. that beat the CN Tower now in like Dubai or something? The, yes. Burj, the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, yeah. and it's so like way I, taller. It's not even yeah. close. Yeah. It's and like it's over a, a kilometer building. tall. It's not even like a tower yeah. with a ball on the top. Like it's There's a, full, a really. There's a really insane one. I don't know if it's in Dubai as well, but it's like, it looks like from a distance, I think you'd look at it and be like, oh, it's just like a, that's like a pretty tall building. And then you see just like how wide it is as well. Um, and it's like this massive hotel. I'm going to by Googling wide There's, and tall. Hotel. So it's a thick building. It's thick as well. Damn. It's, I heard like, oh my God, long and thick. <laughs> Not <laughs> fair. No, I meant thick as in T-H-I-C-C. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. building's got a thick ass. <laughs> I posit ah. this, Mike. All five of us take the proceeds from our next few months' um, Patreon uh, dollars, and all five of us go to Dubai. Sure. That'd be so How good. would that be? Yeah. It'd be I'm like down. the hangover part three or something. It'd be awesome. <laughs> but you should Google uh, the clock tower in Saudi Arabia. There's that, They built also like a building that's, that's taller of. than the CN Tower. And yeah. it's like a big giant clock. Oh, yeah. That's it's from that so Harold big. Lloyd movie where he went to Saudi Arabia and uh, he was hanging on to the face of the clock as the <laughs> arms were going around. And then the religious police arrested him. <laughs> 
Yeah, here it yeah, is. He that, that is the to... clock tower. It's, he sorry, literally got arrested for holding Holy hands yeah. with the clock. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I I say this though: if a, a tower is that tall, can you even read the clock? Who's reading Great the clock? Point. People in airplanes. <laughs> I can't read the yeah, clock. I mean, face. probably. <laughs> what time is it where I'm le- where where I am right now? Oh. <laughs> Time zones always confuse me. Thank God they put this clock in the sky. Yeah. We are landing at... There it is, 3.15 p.m. I just remembered the Hillary Clinton tweet where uh, it was like a CNN news story about Saudi Arabia to let some women drive. And she tweeted the link to that and was like, it's about time. Ladies, start your engines. (laughs) (laughs) Pushing her she, like with those like uh, checker flags at yeah. the beginning of a race. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch yeah. of Saudi women rev- <laughs> <laughs> They race by her and uh, Hillary Clinton's skirt blows up. <laughs> then she's immediately arrested. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> It oh, is so true. You guys, do the, you guys do the thing where you forget immediately everything you talked about once you're done recording. Oh, hundred percent, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yes, actually. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's all. Yeah. Long gone. We just recorded people... with Jackie, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. <laughs> we talked about. I think we talked about uh, like poop and diarrhea. I think. Oh, oh we nice. did actually talk yeah. about that. But you could just say yeah. that about any block I know, party episode. And chances like, are pretty good. You're on it. the money. Yeah, yeah, that's Stefan just being safe. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we talked about poo and diarrhea. We talk time. about a lot of poo as well, and also okay. a lot of jizz. Okay, yeah, but jizz I feel is key. Like, hello, listeners. When, you, you guys, <laughs> I, I are very sex toy heavy that we haven't drifted into yet. Because when I came on, there was a lot of like dragon dildos and sci-fi dildos. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, we yeah. Talk, that was we did a, talk about that. I felt yeah. bad yeah. for you. I was like, "What are we doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. I think Mike James and I. Our theme is more like we're ashamed of our sexual drives, and you guys yeah. make fun of other people's sexual fetishes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We love kink shaming people. Yeah, it's good to do. We're yeah. like, your kink cool. is totally dope, but we're about to do a ten-minute segment on how it's actually super fucking. Lame. I mean, I started. I didn't say this during the episode with Jackie, but I did. We mentioned the the Venus for Men video, and I started watching it during the episode just to. Like, <laughs> kind of like pump myself up a little bit and like, <laughs> yeah. it's so the video is so fucking funny i think it's actually the funniest video on the entire internet if i had to pick one it's yeah people should look it up if they didn't hear the bonus episode we were on with you. yeah it's yeah. called venus for men venus for men if you go there's a video section and there's some stuff about like cleaning it and like assembling it and then there's one that's like oh like this is how it works and you have to be 18 years old or, or, or older to watch this um and then it's just like <laughs> I mean, it's fucking crazy. I don't even know how to describe. I love it. the idea of the commercial being like, "Must be eighteen years or older to clean this." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can well, describe it. It's a bunch of old men getting jacked off by a machine. They're not yeah, even jacked off, but like it. sucked off. Like something out of like moving around like a fire hose. Like it's just... <laughs> but have you guys seen? Okay, like this is embarrassing, but sometimes when you look at porn, out of necessity, uh, sure. obviously. But yeah, sometimes you got to admit, like, uh, is it just me, or sometimes when I'm looking for a porn video to functionally deal with myself. Yeah. Um, there's ads for those kind of weird handheld automated sucking, almost they look like tulips, like opaque tulips that come to life and gobble oh. your wang. I, I'll see those. They're in the scariest the repl- thing I've ever yeah. seen. I'll see those in the replies to a viral post. Cause it's like a, they'll pay the person who made the post to like, it's it's like so degrading, but they'll pay them like fifty yeah. bucks to be like. So your your post on viral. Uh, do you mind like replying to your own post, 
with a really kind of graphic picture of this like weird sex toy that sucks you off. And like, yeah, 50, sure. 50 bucks. Of course. 50 bucks? Does that happen to you? <laughs> uh, no, because I don't have open DMs because I think yeah. I would get a lot of like psychos in there. But I think if I had open DMs, it probably would happen. But yeah, I feel like wow. the porno ads I get on, on porno sites, it's like, oh, it's like Lois Griffin and Homer is fucking her or something. You know? yeah. Which is yeah. beyond Whoa, being that's weird. Shocking. It's like a copyright nightmare, you know? Like, yeah, because that would never. I, well, I guess they had. I'm not gonna say never. There was a Family Guy Simpsons crossover episode, I think. So, ooh, um, I don't remember it, that. I guess it could have happened in that episode. I haven't seen the episode. I'm, I'm just aware of it. It was pretty orgy um, heavy, if I remember correctly. Well, I think what's really interesting <laughs> is that when they do when they when they do this like cartoon porno, like Homer always has just like a, he has like a huge, like almost I would say comically huge penis. Right. And it's yeah. like, I, there's no, I mean, I think we, that would have come up on the Simpsons at some point if he had a really, yeah. he would have dick, a different, right? so you're saying his penis confidence? is not canon. <laughs> no, well, it is a canon. I mean, it looks like, it looks like a damn, <laughs> it looks like a, can, like a real, like the weapon type of thing, the canon, but it's, um, yeah. do you think when like cannons were really popular <laughs> during pirate wars <laughs> yeah. and, oh, this and, is the glasses talking I can and tell. civil yeah. <laughs> the cannon was invented in the year 1174 <laughs> by a gentleman by the name of Samuel Handelman <laughs> the cannon was invented during the pi- pirate wars of ocean but okay during pirate wars and civil wars etc when they're yeah. uni- using do you think when um so okay let's go to the civil war just to keep it tidy do you think okay. before they shot the cannon like at the uh confederates or something or vice versa they would be like this is my dick uh, yes I, at, someone had to have done that at least once right yeah. Like, yeah or do you think they pretended it was their dick and then the um what's it called when it like shoots back the uh oh the, like backfired the, the back recoil the kickback yeah, recoil, recoil yeah. yeah well chris it would smash them in the crotch chris it's Probably, actually interesting yeah. that you bring that up wondering if yeah. they said this is my dick because there's uh, i think the fifth verse of the star spangled banner has that in it where right. there, there, there's a scene of like yeah a cannon fight and how the soldiers yeah. would say this rockets is my red glare yeah, yeah. cannons bursting in air it's my dick. <laughs> yeah, gave proof through the night that the cannon was my cock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a nasty song. Mm. Well, Star Spangled Banner. Like, what do you think the spangled aspect of the banner is? It's jizz all over it. Oh, God. You think someone nodded on the, on the Uncle flag? Sam. Uncle Sam just yeah. jizzed stars all over the flag. Yeah. Uncle Sam literally pretended a cannon was his wang. And spangled all over this, the stars and stripes. Have you guys ever seen? Because like the the current Canadian flag has only been official since like 1967, I think it was like the 100th year since Confederation. And they basically had like an open call of like people could submit their ideas for Canada's flag, and you can see them online. Just like the very funny and some terrible ideas. Yeah, we for the got flag. the best option for sure. I have seen them. I don't They're think weird. we got There's the best like- option. <laughs> You don't think the others are really bad? Yeah, they're very funny though, and they look very yeah. amateurish, which would have been funny to have like like a child's like uh, drawing as our national flag. Well, I know there was the one with like the three leaves. I remember. I seeing remember that, that one. one too. That was a runner um, up. I kind of liked that one with like the blue on either side too. I think that one wasn't yeah. like too bad. Um, Do you guys even have maple leaves in Vancouver? Yeah, I th- yeah, we got maple trees out here. I think. Oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. If yeah. All of a sudden, for some reason. Okay, that's good. Yeah, we I'm got glad it. It's all over. We're allowed to keep doing the episode. 
Oh, you guys don't have maple trees in Vancouver? We're going to have to ask you two to leave. Uh, it's Yeah, it's sorry, I'm going to be sick. Thing. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> We're propped Chris up by a, a lot Chris of a government patriot. grants. So yeah. if you... Uh... What's um, that Toronto's son illustrator? Um, Donato. Donato. Did he design a Canadian flag? <laughs> yeah. And he had that little bird in the corner. Yeah, Donato's bird. Yeah. And it was just uh, the flag idea he had was Trudeau stealing from the pockets of hardworking Canadians. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> we wanted to mention that we do have a Patreon account, and you can check it out at patreon.com slash evilmen. And if you sign up for our Patreon, you help us out, which we're so appreciative of. And you also get two bonus episodes a month, plus access to all our old bonus episodes that are really good. And you get access to our Discord as well. Um, if you check out our Patreon feed this week, you will get a bonus episode with John and Stefan. That's right. We have more with John and Stefan that you can only get on our Patreon feed. So to check that out and all our old bonus episodes... Go to patreon.com slash evil men. Michael. <laughs> yes, James. Uh, oh, it's- you did the research, but actually, John and Stefan chose the evil man this week. Yeah. What did you guys choose? Well, Stefan kind of chose the. Mm. Well, I was originally, really sort of in, in on the discussion. I pitched <gasps> as, as sort of a bit. I was like, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be fucking crazy? It would be so, it would be so wild if uh, for the, for evil men we did. Uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Yeah. <laughs> um, but John, do you want to say why you don't think you sh- could do that one? Yeah, John loves I, the Lord. Yeah, I'm a pretty big church guy. You're a Lord yeah, lover? And, uh, oh, yeah. I'm loving the Lord and the <clears throat> other Shit. people but, uh, that are but, in but, there. But, the... I'm loving him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how they start my service every Sunday. I go to one of those cool churches. Uh, nice. Your church got <laughs> yeah. the best fries. <laughs> my church has unbelievable fries. Our pastor is 28 and sleeping with most of the congregation, but the fries are unbelievable. Um, uh, no, I just, I grew up in a Catholic household and I feel like my mom would actually be mad at me. Not that I, yeah. I don't really care, but I, That's it's fair. like the one thing where I, I could see my mom being like, wait, you did a podcast about an evil man and it was Jesus Christ. Like I just, <laughs> she wouldn't listen to the show, like listening to the show would not because she wouldn't even listen. It would just be the fact that there's even a title out there. She'd be like, oh, did you, was that necessary? And my mom doesn't really have an opinion on my career or really like anything. She's just a very nice sort of agreeable person. But yeah. that just felt like the one thing where I was like, uh, that might upset my mother. And I just don't like to be in the business of upsetting my mom. If she's okay, genuinely a nice, supportive mom, I can see that it's not worth ruffling her feathers. And so, exactly. nice. Stefan, you picked a subject that would make John's mother happy. <laughs> I consulted <laughs> with my mom. Yeah, she said that's correct. Yeah, uh, I picked OJ Simpson. <laughs> the Simpson. <laughs> now, Chris, um, that's not I've been dying to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're actually wrong. It's funny you did that, but he's not actually part of the Simpsons family. Oh, what the hell? But there are some videos of that- him online having sex with Lois <laughs> <laughs> with a huge wang. Yeah. <laughs> 
minutes. Yeah, O.J. Simpson, um, I'll, I'll sort of uh, kick it off here, but you guys obviously interrupt, uh, cause chaos, and, and just add to the party atmosphere as we're going along here exploring the life of O.J. Simpson. Have have any of you guys, by the way, seen the the like eight part ESPN documentary yeah. about OJ? It's so good. It's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's incredible. Incredible. my mind. Because right. it is about OJ throughout the whole thing, but it also has this insane uh backstory of racism in LA and the yeah. police department and civil yes. rights and yeah. racism in Hollywood. Really it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh just before really we- recommend. <clears throat> so here we go. And we're gonna find the real killer by the end of the episode. Too. Absolutely. That's yes. Yeah, that's a promise. <laughs> So O.J. Simpson, he was born Orenthal James Simpson, obviously, and he's uh, yeah, he was an NFL player, uh, running back. He then was also an actor and broadcaster. And he, I'm not a big sports guy, but I know that he's he's like regarded as one of the greatest running backs of all time, and also as one of the worst ex-husbands in history. Um, he's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his professional success would be uh, overshadowed <clears throat> later in his life by his trial and controversial acquittal for the murders of his former wife, Nicole Brown, and her friend, Ronald Goldman. I think we're all of a similar age where like that was like um, a huge – like that trial Massive. and chase in the Bronco were like huge news. It was inescapable for like the two years of the trial basically. I remember being yeah. a kid and like on the radio in the summer, like it's all they would talk about the, was the OJ trial. And if you watch like Leno or whatever, you know, the dancing Edo, big Leno guys here. <laughs> remember that? They yeah. did a sketch where he just had a bunch of Dan- Lance Edos come out in judges' yeah. robes and oh, dance. Oh, yeah. That was Lance Edo. Very funny stuff. John, I remember Cochran. being a kid. Uh, I remember being a kid. Um, in 1994, in the back of the Bronco, being like, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> I should be in a car seat. Yeah. Can we go to <laughs> McDonald's? <dangerous. laughs> I'm jealous of you, uh, John and Stefan, because you lived in the same time zone where the murders happened. That's right. I, I uh, Spoiler alert, did not. Oh, I, I grew up in right. Ontario, so oh. in 1994, I was, uh, I was getting it. Behind the times <laughs> okay. with, uh, so or I guess ahead of the times. We actually got the OJ news three hours before <laughs> LA did. So right. that was right. actually kind of nice. But yeah, yeah I, like I, I remember the thing that really stuck out just to sort of piggyback off of what James was saying is it, it wasn't even, it was like everywhere would talk about it. Like even on, mm-hmm. even plays, it'd be like, Mix 99.9 yeah. Toronto. And then they'd play like Madonna's Frozen and then that would end. And then they'd be like, <laughs> breaking news, you know? And you're like, this is a pop radio station. Why are we talking about OJ Simpson? It was huge. It was, it yeah. was insane. I think, I think I, we I watched like five yeah. or six. And yeah. so like, but I do remember it as like the first like sort of news story I was like vaguely aware of. Right. Um, wow. And just like, and then especially even like the years after that, just like seeing him on like every tabloid cover um, at like the grocery store, like checkouts um, where it was just like always OJ, like all the did, time. Did you think he was the man who invented orange juice? <laughs> I was, I think I was uh, aware enough to know that he was just like, he was like some bad guy, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I was more of an apple juice uh, kid than an orange oh, kid anyway. So apple, and you're a big Ron Goldman fan. I yeah, I I loved Ron Goldman. Um and 
Ron yeah, Goldman was, was the first child. waiter you were ever aware of as a that's right, yeah. five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just jump in here and uh, just have some fun and just be relaxed and have, not be too serious. So O.J. Simpson <laughs> was born on July 9th, 1947 in San Francisco. So boomer alert. The guy is a boomer. <laughs> So far, so good. Yeah. I knew there was something I hated about this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for stealing uh, all of our, you know, uh, hope and promise and and wealth. Anyway. Thanks uh, for climate change, OJ. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's he's gotten more conservative with age, let's just say that. Uh, his mother, Eunice, was a hospital administrator, and his father, Jimmy Lee Simpson, and this is interesting, his father was, uh, he worked at a bank. He was also a well-known drag queen in San Francisco, um, and he was all around the Bay. He actually was known in the drag queen scene, and when OJ's parents divorced, um, his father kept doing it, and he sadly died of AIDS in 1986, his father did, which means that his hmm. father... Never got to see his son as Detective Nordberg in the Naked Gun movies. I mean, uh, can I just say he is really good in the Naked Gun movies? Yes, the that, opening yes, sequence. You talk about, yeah, because you talk about that scene off. So it's yeah. true. Like he gets shot, he gets stabbed, he gets lit on fire, smashed. But the worst part is he leans up against a freshly painted door, sees yeah. wet paint on his suit, and goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the funniest it's gag so of the whole movie. So he was a good yeah. comic actor. It's true. Yeah. 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 So uh, he grew up in San Francisco in a housing project, and uh, he was he was in trouble as a young man. Uh, he joined a street gang called the Persian Warriors. Interesting. I don't think he has any Persian heritage uh and he got they stole tr- rugs yes <laughs> that's when you knew and rode them in the sky <laughs> <laughs> oh shit what's that whooshing sound <laughs> the persian <laughs> warriors are around the corner <laughs> guys it's could, oj can we have a meeting about our name i don't think i don't think it's accurate <laughs> Guys, um, we got to stop singing a whole new world before we get to the scene. <laughs> <laughs> All these guys are, they're just, they know we're coming. <laughs> so he was in trouble with the law a bunch as like doing petty crimes. And it was actually a meeting with uh, baseball legend Willie Mays that turned <clears throat> young OJ around. And uh, Willie Mays like urged him to avoid trouble and like pursue something positive. So OJ focused on football and he played football for his <clears throat> team, his high school football team. The Galileo Lions. Well, I know Stefan and James are major baseball guys, right? And are you, John? I'm, I'm not really not a, baseball a baseball guy, guy. I would say. I'm a, oh, I'm a hockey guy. But don't you collect like, baseball cards or something? No, or? I, I collect hockey, hockey cards. Yeah. I'm sorry I got it mixed up. That's James, okay. okay. That's, that's fine. That's James okay. is our baseball guy. James, do you think yeah. the Willie Mays connection is cool? I do. I mean, you know, okay. 660 home runs. <laughs> Look Shout it out. <laughs> it's good. Look it up. That was say hey. The say hey kid. Yeah. I wish I um, I wish I This is what I I just found out, James. I already I always knew he liked baseball. I never knew he was autistic though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the That's other day amazing. a bunch of baseball bats fell on the ground and James counted the number of them immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Three. 
<laughs> Amazing, James. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So Simpson OJ, as I refer to him, he uh, played college football for uh, uh, University of Southern California, where he won the Heisman Trophy as a senior, and he was selected first overall by the Buffalo Bills in the 1969 draft. And this is interesting. When he so was, he played near where we grew up. Yes, yeah. he did. But before he got there, Chris. Uh, so at the time, he was demanding like the highest, to, like to that date, this was the highest salary anyone had ever demanded, six hundred and fifty thousand dollars over five years. And the owner of the bills was like, "What?" And he was like, he didn't want to agree. And then OJ literally was like, "Fine, uh, if you don't pay this, I'll quit football and be an actor." And eventually, the owner of the Bills relented, and he paid up the money. Not a lot of athletes use that tactic in negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I remember hearing reference to Tonight Show joke that Johnny Carson said, where he's like, uh, "O.J. Simpson uh, got paid six hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars to play, and five hundred thousand to live in Buffalo." <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, he got oh, them. Oh, wow, that hit. Owned. Now, do you think, yeah. I was thinking about this, because he spent uh, nine seasons in Buffalo. Do you think that his the time he spent living in Buffalo and the way he changed the city influenced musicians like the Goo Goo Dolls, Ani DeFranco, or Cannibal Corpse? <laughs> yeah, big time, of he course. probably did. All from Buffalo. Of course. So, um, yeah, I think he was probably like the, the band members of Cannibal Corpse probably grew up with O.J. Simpson posters on their wall. <laughs> and also uh, posters our, of death and murder. Our friend uh, our friend Jesse Farrar, who hosts Your Kickstarter Sucks, and I do, I do the golf yeah. games on Twitch with him. Uh, famously, his co-host, uh, Michael Hale, got him a signed O.J. Simpson like framed jersey. Oh, God. For, I think either his birthday or Christmas. So if you watch the stream, you can see the O.J. Simpson jersey up on the wall. Oh, you. my God. <laughs> it's so sick that's amazing <laughs> so as i said before i'm not a big football guy but i i can tell you that he, he was like a pretty good player he never played in or won a super bowl he made it only to one playoff game in his 11 years of uh playing but in 73 he uh became the first player to rush for more than 2,000 yards in a season and he became the mvp and I think uh, he was considered a pretty legendary player i yeah. oh yeah definitely yeah but he never He'd be on the list of like top 100 players. Like if they made a list, uh, you know, yeah. they, like the NBA just did, did the top 75 or whatever. He, did he rush for 2000 yards in a season? I feel like he did. He did. Yeah. Once. And yeah, that's yeah. when he okay. won the uh, MVP in 1973. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no Super Bowl chance. He never got to prove himself during a Super Bowl, which is uh, sad. I feel sad for OJ now. The nickname, the juice. He acquired the nickname, the juice. As a play on OJ, a common abbreviation for orange juice. Uh, it's also a colloquial synonym for electricity. And the Bills offensive line during his peak was nicknamed the Electric Company. I like that. Orange juice sure. Simpson. Aww. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as I mentioned earlier. In Buffalo's, the city's biggest export is electricity. Yes. Right, from Niagara Falls, yeah. I didn't know that they called OJ electricity. That's a weird... Uh, <laughs> now, I, now I understand what my parents meant when they said the OJ was getting turned off <laughs> when I was younger. We're not paying to juice the whole neighborhood. <laughs> uh, so he's, he's killing it being a football player, but he's also got the acting bug, right? Anyone? Okay. Uh, you know, we've so all can I interject here and just say... I'm already kind of getting scared. 
Well, Chris, <laughs> I feel sorry for you because things are about to get much, much worse. So, yeah, he's acting while he – so before he was even in the NFL, he appeared in an episode of Dragnet. And then while he was an NFL player, he appeared in, like, numerous TV shows and films. Uh, an episode of Dragnet? They rebooted that in the 90s or something? There was a movie with Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yes, I oh. remember that. And Tom Hanks. Yes. So he was in that movie. No, he was in the TV show that that movie was based on, James. Oh, Dragnet okay. was a, like, police procedural uh, in the – But I thought that was in the 60s. Yeah, I thought it was earlier. Yeah, it was it in the late sixties, into early the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but so OJ it was when he was in it. right. Okay, so he was in. He it. was also, I know, in the uh, in the OJ documentary, they show him in that Enterprise commercial where he's like yes. running through the airport. So Hertz, he was a yeah, Hertz, why, what, what, Hertz, Hertz for yeah, yeah. years and years, and yes, even up up until he was arrested and went on trial, he was making like a million dollars a year as a spokesperson. The Ford Bronco was lent to him or given to him as a gift from Hertz. Can I say something funny, a joke now? Because you said the Johnny Carson one, James. <laughs> I, As a kid, I was a young teenager when uh, this was happening. Uh, I remember Norm MacDonald was the Weekend Update guy. Oh, and yeah. he said Hertz has dropped OJ Simpson as their spokesperson now because of it. And uh, now their, their slogan is Hertz, where our spokesperson won't kill their ex-wife and the nearest standing waiter. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, in compilations very- <laughs> on YouTube of like just the norm like OJ jokes oh, yeah. are so, oh, it's, so it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, I was I was a young teen for that era. It was insane. And I, I believe the guy who ran NBC was Dick Ebersol, who used to be a sports guy, right. golfing and, yeah, buddies with was, OJ. Exactly, he was buddies with OJ, and that was part of why they fired Norm because he I th- uh, off the desk because I think he swore, but the guy hated him, Dick Ebersol, because he'd always go after OJ as well. So he was like looking for an excuse, I think. <laughs> I think it was well, it was Don Olmeyer, I think, was the guy who that, also yeah. liked OJ. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's Don Ol- yeah. Maybe that's right. Yeah, and it's all in that Saturday Night Live book, but like you're right, and then <clears throat> but he also would walk around being like, Norm's not funny, Norm's not funny, but everybody was like, I don't know, man. He was kind of like the most popular Weekend Update <laughs> yeah. guy. He was clearly the funniest man on the planet. We need but Kevin Nealon ca- back there behind the desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked Kevin a bit. You know? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Aside from Dragnet, OJ was in Roots, the famous miniseries with LeVar Burton. He played a small role. He was in a movie called The Klansman, Starring Lee Marvin and Richard Burton, which I'd never heard of. Capricorn One, where he played an astronaut, and the disaster movie The Towering Inferno. Uh, he started right. his own production company in 1979 called Orenthal Productions. I wonder if it's still in existence, and if so, why aren't we pitching shows to Orenthal Productions? <laughs> oh, wow. Did they do the uh, the OJ prank show on under Orenthal Productions? I think Orenthal Productions had folded... Uh, Long before I didn't know there oh, was okay. an OJ prank show, or I forgot. Oh, well, we'll get to yeah. that in a little bit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. It was on Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, he was a Hertz rental car spokesman for years and years. Also, did like ads for Pioneer Chicken, Honey Baked Ham, and something called Dingo Cowboy Boots. But by the mid seventies, he was like incredibly famous for having like a clean cut image. He was a handsome guy, successful athlete, sort of. The, everything was you know going OJ's way at the time, and and guys like or, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the documentary, it talked about how he was like a crossover star, also in a racial sense, like white America was like 
they would accept OJ even if they had biases about black people generally. Right. OJ yeah, had this yeah. Wasn't the quote that they basically like didn't see him as black almost? Yeah. Like it was yeah. just yeah. And didn't he basically He kind of said stuff like that. Yes. He kind right. of didn't almost see himself that way in some ways, it seems too. Right. Well, I, I know that People Magazine... Yeah, he would say stuff like, black, white, at the end of the day, everyone is O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when uh, John Malkovich goes into his own head in uh, being John Malkovich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, can I mention another thing about his acting career before you continue, Mike? Yeah. In 2004, as recently as 2004... Uh, OJ made a six-minute short called The Lemon Twist, and he plays a jealous boyfriend named The Juice. Oh. Huh. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, that's pretty cool. Before he got to that, uh, he was doing some comedic roles. I'm sure that these will ring a bell for everyone listening. He was in Back to the Beach uh, in 1997, then the Naked Gun trilogy where he played uh, Norbert. And interestingly, I wrote this down, he's, OJ is one of two Naked Gun stars accused of double homicide, the other being Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Here's some movie trivia. According to Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Cameron had briefly considered casting OJ Simpson in the role of the Terminator. In 1984. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That would have been a different movie. I feel like, for some reason, I feel like he would have been good at that. <laughs> well, wasn't the whole the whole reason he wasn't cast is because people thought, he, like, literally, he wouldn't be believable as this, like, cold-blooded killer. Like, that's actually the reason, really? I think. Wow. Yeah. Do you think that... It's so, funny like, because beloved. when I think of him in a movie, I, I, can't, I can't not think of Nordberg. So I yeah. honestly had the same thought. Like, I can't imagine him... Yeah. Like yeah, into Terminator. He's genuinely it, yeah, innocent, sweet, and funny yeah. in that movie. And in yeah. a coincidence, the, the Zucker brothers who directed The Naked Gun had also briefly considered Schwarzenegger to play Detective Nordberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they could get OJ to play the Terminator now. Like they're still making Terminator movies, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a seventy-six-year-old out of shape Terminator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terminator, <laughs> Hail Mary. Yeah, he's driving his golf cart around. I love it. He's always in a golf cart, right, on Twitter? Yeah. When Hello, he Twitter world, it's me, Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> he always says, Every now and yeah. then he'll be like, he'll, yeah, post a, like, cell phone video to Twitter or something saying, like, Hey guys, peace and love. Don't kill people or hurt people. Crime is bad. <laughs> the recent ones, because I went on. But he'll his... be talking about other crime happening in the world, like never yeah. addressing his life. It's so bizarre. I went on his Twitter today uh, before we recorded, and he his most recent videos were like he did two about <laughs> sadly his older sister died, and he got all emotional about it, and then. He also was like, you know what? I was so busy this past weekend. I didn't even know it was the Oscars. And they started talking about the Oscars. <laughs> and then he was giving his opinion on that. Um, who's that lawyer somewhere in the southern states who got just recently convicted of killing his wife and oh. kids? Yeah. I know there's like a Netflix documentary about him. 
Uh, anyway, OJ oh, was uh, like Murdoch. Yeah. Murdoch. Yes. Oh, yeah. Murdoch. Yeah. So he was giving his opinion. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, it's not uh, beyond a reasonable doubt that he's, uh, you know, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is an expert about reasonable doubt. Yeah. 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 Can't argue with that. We're gonna now. We're gonna go live to our reasonable doubt expert, OJ Simpson. <laughs> Hello, Twitter. Just How do you feel books. about Alex Murdoch? <laughs> he just keeps writing books called "If I Did It One," "If I Did It Two," "If I Did It Three, Like just all these different crimes. The if like, I did a trilogy. <laughs> Um, so besides yeah. his, his amazing acting career, he also did commentary for Monday Night Football uh, and the NFL on NBC. Did you guys know that he hosted an uh, SNL during its third season in 1978, I believe? And I was reading about this. And uh, he came out for the monologue dressed as a conehead. Awesome. Wow. Oh, okay. that's fun. look for that's that. Fun. Yeah. And yeah. he also did a, it. We are from France. Yes. Yes. I wonder if he said that. Yeah. Um, so far, I got to say, he doesn't sound evil at all. He sounds really nice and fun. Yes. I mean... Okay. I'm looking at the picture. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> he also did a <laughs> sketch with John Belushi as his samurai character, and they did a parody of Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Cleaver. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> Damn, you should write for SNL, John. Do you think? Do you think people would have gotten as mad at OJ if uh, the bu- the book was going to be called "If I Didn't Do It"? Or <laughs> right? If I had, that would be sort of because that would be going a different direction or, a little bit, right? Or I didn't do it. Yeah, or just I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's always a good. I mean, we'll, good I'm sure we'll get, to, we'll get to the book. Later very on, provocative. Sure. Yeah, we're gonna it get is, to that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. He was married. I'm excited for that part. He was married before Nicole Brown uh, to a woman named Margaret Whitley. They had three kids, and his their youngest died in a in their swimming pool, sadly. And then he met Nicole Brown in 1977 when she was 18, and his NFL career was kind of winding down. And she was working in a waitress at a nightclub, and he was still married to his first wife. But they began dating, and uh, until he divorced his first wife, and he married Nicole in 1985, and they had two kids. And OJ and Nicole were married. Between 80, 1985 and 92. That's a good so stint. Seven years they were yeah. married. and Seven year itch. Seven year itch. And during that time, he was, at least on one occasion, the police were called for a domestic incident and OJ pleaded guilty to spousal abuse. And then years after she died, these like diaries were found where she had recounted tales of like at least like 60 times where he had beaten her. Um, so he, he pleads guilty... When there's not a knife involved. He, at least on one occasion in court or to the police, pled guilty. But there were like dozens of other occasions that she recorded, like wrote in her diary yeah. about her, yeah. him beating her up and cheating on Shit. her and stuff like that. Yeah. So a violent man. A violent guy. And she was tiny and he's a gigantic football player, right? Yeah. So after their divorce, he would come back. They would like be on again, off again. And there's maybe... This you guys remember this from the documentary or the the um what was the one with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. But he there's on one occasion Nicole said that she was like in her house having sex with a boyfriend and OJ was outside the window watching. Yeah. And then yeah, I remember that. he like banged on the door or the window at a certain point to let her know that he like he knew. Oh, have you guys ever done anything like that? Well, I mean, no. <laughs> no, I'm just asking because 
What the hell? I mean, it was a, I mean, everybody knew, I think, what was going on. And it was kind of, you know, it was pretty hot. But um, anyway. <laughs> the the Cuba Gooding Jr. OJ show is really good also. Um, right. And David Schwimmer is. David uh, Schwimmer is, as, um, what's his name? The lawyer. Uh, Robert Kardashian, Kardashian Robert yes. Kardashian and there's yeah. like a supercut of him saying juice and it's like it's <laughs> yeah. just like so pleasant to watch because he says juice a lot now, apparently show. the uh, OJ didn't see that movie or that miniseries because he was in jail still for stealing uh, sports memorabilia but he objected to the idea of Cuba Gooding Jr. playing him because he was like that guy's head isn't his head's too small my head's way <laughs> bigger and he was like upset about it weird yeah i have a pretty big head well, he was I, I guess i could remembering himself head. when he wore the prosthetic cone head yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know who'd be good dan Aykroyd. <laughs> if the cone fits i'm hosting snl <laughs> um so here's the interesting thing before just before the murders the famous murders happened uh and this is also talked about in all the documentaries and stuff uh oj had filmed a pilot called frogmen and during the filming of this, he had undergone like military training. People make a big deal of this, but he had like learned how to like do stuff, including like how to use a knife and, you know, in hand to hand combat. And there's a scene right. in this pilot where he holds a knife to the throat of a, of a woman. And this was like brought up as like it was never used in court, but people were like this, yeah. this you know, in public opinion, people were like, this means he did it. Whatever. Anyway, on June 12th, I remember some grisly details. But is the throat one of them? I don't, you know, I'm not going to remember. Yeah. I, okay. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I just have like, it's, the, gro- it's grisly, grisly. It's quite grisly. Grisly yeah. stuff. So on June 12th, 1994, Nicole Brown Simpson and her friend Ron Goldman were found stabbed uh, in front of Nicole's condo in Brentwood, Los Angeles. OJ, because of his previous like domestic abuse record, he was immediately like considered a person of interest and it had been agreed that he would turn himself in like in five days, but then he didn't show up and at a police station to turn himself in. And that's when the, uh, the famous Ford Bronco chase began at a low speed in LA followed by lots of police and helicopters. And OJ wasn't driving. I didn't know this. It was his former teammate, yeah. Al Cowlings. And according that's to right. Cowlings, Simpson was in the back seat. And he had like money, a passport, a fake beard or something. And he was holding and a, a Game Boy playing Tetris. Yes. <laughs> and he was holding a gun to his head, threatening to shoot himself if, if he wasn't taken home. He I was remember, his own hostage. I remember being at home and that was on obviously every channel. Yeah. And the NBA finals was happening. And yeah. they even like put the put it Picture in, in like two screens so you could yeah. kind of see a little screen of the NBA finals and a big screen of the there, there's Bronco a 30 for chase. 30 about that yeah, specific that day. day oh really yeah. something else happened that day didn't too, Gretzky right? get traded that day too or something yeah what is it's like June 4th 19 or June 12th yeah yeah it was, it I was feel the like car his... crash day but it, I can't or the car chase day ESPN 30 for 30 OJ uh, yeah June 17th uh June 17th. And yeah. Then, yeah, it's like there's a bunch of different stuff that's all happening uh, that day. That's the. Uh... Oh, yeah. The New York Rangers uh, celebrating their Stanley Cup. Win. We, don't, we don't have to talk about that. The World Cup was starting that day, I think. Oh, um, that's right. Great sports yeah. day. Well, Damn, I feel really bad. I got day. you mixed up baseball for hockey, Stefan. I'm sorry. No, no, still. It's OK. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Arnold, it's, it's okay. Arnold Palmer playing his final round at the 1994 <laughs> US Open. Oh, my that's God. That's what the it was. Of the, of the, <laughs> How did anyone pay attention Cup? to the Bronco chase? Palmer <laughs> uh, must have rain- been pissed. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Rangers, uh, yeah, celebrating their win with a ticker tape parade, game five of the 1994 NBA Finals, and Ken Griffey Jr. tying Babe Ruth's record of the most home runs before June 30th. Wow. Uh, all happened on that day. And then the, the 30 insane. for 30 has no narration or interviews. It's just like kind of like a tie, like almost like an episode of 24 where they're like, holy shit, cutting oh, they just show the, all the, all the footage oh, that's from cool. all those different things. Yeah. I don't really cool. believe in magic, but something was up that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. apparently Do you believe in magic. <laughs> <laughs> now I do. About 95 <laughs> yeah. million people watched the, uh, imagine the OJ Bronco with the chase. gun to his head in the back of the Broncos singing. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> <laughs> So OJ's famous legal team, known as the Dream Team, it was yeah Johnny Cochran, Robert Kardashian, father of and Charles some- Barkley for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Shapiro, F. Lee Bailey, Larry and Bird. the amazing Alan Dershowitz. And oh uh, I didn't know Have this. You guys done an episode on him? Not yet. No, but that's a good idea. <laughs> Did you guys know this? That there's this story that's true. Apparently, that Robert Kardashian told Barbara Walters that before the trial began, I guess because he was still a free man. OJ came to the Kardashian house and Robert Kardashian found him in his daughter Kim's bedroom with a gun and OJ was going to kill himself in Kim Kardashian in her bedroom when she like she wasn't there but it was her teenage bedroom and Robert Kardashian had to talk him down and not so he wouldn't shoot himself. How many oh times God. do you think you've uh, you could have walked into Kim Kardashian's bedroom and found a man with a gun to his head saying he's going to kill himself. <laughs> a few times? You know that famous picture hey, I, of hey, her? I, I, fellas, fellas, I want to do it after watching the damn reality show she's on. You know what I mean? Come on. Okay? I feel you. I've heard of keeping up with the Kardashians, but I've never heard of threatening to blow my brains out in Kim Kardashian's bedroom. <laughs> no, I hadn't heard of that until just now, actually. Imagine that. Remember that famous picture of her with the champagne and the, the glass on yes. her butt? Imagine that, but yeah. in the background, you see O.J. Simpson with the gun to his head. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill myself simply because of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, OJ, get out of my bedroom. Can't a girl have any privacy? <laughs> Go, yeah, you're grounded. <laughs> Go straight to your room. Oh, shit. Yeah. OJ's in there trying to kill himself. <laughs> Kim, go to your right, sister's OJ. room. Go to your let's, sister's room. Let's let's go to the living room. Okay, bang. Yeah. Like, <laughs> kills himself in the living OJ's room. OJ's trying to kill himself in every fucking room of our house tonight. <laughs> it's like Clue. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to watch TV. Well, apparently, Robert OJ Kardashian. with the rope in Chloe's room. Uh, yeah, OJ standing in front of the TV, just like OJ. Come on, just come on, get out of the way. So Robert Could Kardashian you to kill yourself somewhere else, like at McDonald's or something. <laughs> Robert, Do you believe in magic? <laughs> Robert Kardashian told Barbara Walters, he's like, I told OJ, you can't do it because. Then Kimmy won't be able to sleep in this room, and every time I walk in here, I'll just think of your body, which is <laughs> makes sure I guess that worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, My God. So the trial, for, when it finally got going, known as the trial of the century, uh, it lasted for eleven months, and it finally uh, ended and was televised too. Which yes, like that really added to it as well. They don't have to do that right now this part of that mega 30 30 
is really incredible and it really yeah. blew my mind of how much uh la and the black community in la was affected by how this trial was going i thought that was right. really incredible it was right another, after rodney. the rodney king riots yeah, yeah. right yeah huge so, and you had another racist pitch. cop there what's his name um uh Furman. mark mark Furman. Yeah. mark Furman. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it took on this yeah, this like, giant political meaning. Well, divine. Yes. And like, and still to this day, at the time and to this day, in polls of white people who think he's guilty, it's like most of them think he was guilty, whereas it's the exact opposite in the like black American community. Anyway, yeah. um, after 11 months, he got a not guilty verdict for the two murders, surprising everyone because it's they had the DNA evidence, the glove, all the... Uh, you know, Cato Kalin and all the eyewitnesses and people who. Oh, would, yeah, Cato Kalin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he made us a great like a, cameo. We should yeah, have we got a cameo. That so you guys uh, oh. could have played it on the show. We got a cameo from Cato Kalin. He played no us a song. Way. It was incredible. He did an original song for us. He did it an was original like, no, song. 60 bucks, I think. It was yeah, we were, we were doing this bit at the time where we were getting all these celebrities to fight with each other over uh, male circumcision rights. Uh, so we had <laughs> so we had Pauly Shore do an anti circumcision PSA. <laughs> And then we had uh, we had Bam Margera do a pro circumcision PSA. <laughs> did they really believe a, in their positions? <clears throat> well, Pauly Shore, I feel like maybe Pauly Shore kind of did, but he Bam had also, no idea what was happening. Yeah, Bam <laughs> definitely had no clue what was happening. <laughs> Pauly Shore, we said we were part of the group called Bloodstained Men, which is a real group. It's uh, the guys the, in the white, the guys the white they wear the all white jumpsuits the and then they paint oh their crotch my red. God. Yeah. Um, and Pauly Shore referred to them as Bloodstrain for men. Um, and then he yeah. said, but he did say, he's like, you know, you got to leave the little boys alone. And he gave a kind of a classic Pauly Shore line. He said, keep in mind, it's very rude to cut off the bood. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, still got it. And then we told Kato Bood, like B-O-O-D, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Kato Kalen. So then, then we went on an apology tour. Uh, like apologizing to a bunch of people for doing, making them do these cameos. And Kato Kalen wrote like an apology song for us. And it was very <laughs> nice, actually. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And we so didn't cool. ask that- him. We just said, hey, apologize to this person for us. And then he was like, apologies are a very important part of life. And he's like, and I, and then he starts, it's like, like he's just like starts playing a synth in front of him. <laughs> he looked good too. He, he looked, looked quite good. Because I, I think I could probably find it. He might be older than Polly Shore. Like Polly Shore looks quite um <laughs> horrendous I'd yeah Polly Polly Shore looks like me now <laughs> <laughs> but Kato Kalen is like he's looking good is Kato a sweet angel it's good to know he, seems he lived in the nice. pool house right yeah. yes yeah he, and he was like there the night of the murder like he was in the pool house yeah. can we direct Damn. listeners to that or is that on your patreon uh it uh, so it is on our patreon stefan is the one who actually got the kato kalen cameo so i don't oh, know if I have you to, have i'll it, try and Stephen. find it yeah i'll look i'll look it up email. Email right we've, we've definitely yeah, had so. it on an episode before uh behind it is behind the paywall but uh i got oh, the nice. cameo here okay let's see hello it's me i'm kato kalen you guys hear Listen it to the listeners yeah. of black party and of course the the great Stefan Heck, I wanted to say that Black Party is sorry to all the listeners for getting Joey's world tour, Joey's world tour to talk about a circumcision. And uh, it's an apology. As a matter of fact, I did an apology song, just so you know that we're serious. Oh, sorry. I, my phone uh, turned off for some reason. There we go. <laughs> 
circumcision is never a good decision. Just never get one in a car for fear of a collision. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> Sounds like a spark song. Listen, listen, it's a black party. <laughs> We're sorry. And for Joey's world tour, keep being great. Stefan Heck, you're great. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. That's good. You know I mean, what? I don't know if you really guys are committed. familiar. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this Nigerian musician. Passed away a few years ago, but William Onyabor. No, it literally sounds like one of yeah. his songs. You got to check him out. It's really good. Nice, fantastic man. Um, yeah. All right. Just in the in the interest of time, I'll just steamroll <laughs> ahead here. So, following the uh, acquittal for the criminal trial, the Goldman family filed a civil lawsuit against OJ, and they won. And OJ was ordered to pay thirty three point five million dollars in damages. And to date, I think. He's only paid like $500,000 of it. And with the interest that's accrued, it's somewhere around like $60 million now. And he basically moved to Florida not too long after that because you can't be – Florida has some special laws where you can't be held – forced to pay taxes or settlements owned in a different state or something like that. So he's wow. like – he lived Here, here's my impression of a guy misunderstanding the interest being accrued on that. Uh, yeah, if I travel back in time, I would definitely invest in O.J. Simpson's uh, <laughs> civil <laughs> trial reward. Yeah, it's huge now. And now he lives in Las Vegas, so I'm not sure if, if Nevada also has that kind of law. But anyway, um, interesting little sidebar here. On the morning of the Nicole Brown, Simpson, and Ron Goldman murders, O.J. Simpson's girlfriend, a woman named Paula Barbieri, left a 30-minute voice uh, message on his answering machine, breaking up with OJ and telling him that she was flying to LA to be with Michael Bolton. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then he committed the murders or not. And then um, she came back to stay with him, though, during his trial. So she stood by his side during the trial. And then they broke up. Not to be too grim, but I wonder how many... uh times michael bolton has counted his lucky stars in the past few years <laughs> you mean because he's like a beloved singer and but also because he oh basically he didn't get... right yeah yeah he dipped his wick into uh, oj simpson's wax or whatever <laughs> it's called the expression <laughs> is oh right <laughs> yeah you nailed the, the you nailed the expression they're always talking that's... like that on candlestick row <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it has oj sure, ever right? peered through michael bolton's window huh? <laughs> <laughs> with his cone head on <laughs> in the early 2000s um oj was in like a bunch of Legal trouble. He owed a bunch of money in California, tax money. Uh, he was arrested for ripping someone's glasses off during a uh, traffic altercation. Here's the worst thing I think he's ever You mean done. like he lost his temper? Yeah, and he took someone's glasses off and threw them. But he's a football player, so he probably like threw it like really far. Oh, nice. Um, here's the worst thing he's maybe ever done. Uh, he was arrested in Miami-Dade <laughs> County, Florida, in a boat for water speeding through a manatee protection zone. <laughs> wow. Yo, oh he was God. speeding through an MPZ? Yes. <laughs> Bring back the death penalty. 
<laughs> so the thing he, so a lot of people were like outraged that he seemed to have mm-hmm. got away with double homicide, right? And strangely, as we all know, the thing that he actually got put away for many years was for a this like botched heist he pulled in Las Vegas. Do you guys know about this? Mm-hmm. He, oh, yeah, yeah, he stole he, he his old trophies. His, yeah, his own shit. Right, he was he was stealing his own shit. Yeah, so there was someone he knew tipped him off that there was a guy in Vegas who was like a sports memorabilia collector who was selling a collection, and a lot of it was of like OJ memorabilia, like photos of, uh, of his kids, game footballs, a bunch of OJ stuff. And OJ found out about it and went to the hotel room where the stuff was being sold. Apparently, he had a gun with a bunch of guys. And just took all the stuff in pillowcases and threatened the the guy with a gun who had who owned the memorabilia, and then claimed it was his property he was taking back. But the police didn't buy it because it wasn't true. And there was a trial, and he was sentenced to thirty three years in prison for this. Which seems like the judge was being ex- like extra punitive because he was like jailing him for a different reason almost yeah it's like Mm -hmm. it is like in baseball an umpire will miss a strike or something and then on the next pitch to make up for it he calls a ball as you know he changes the call to kind of make up for the missed one it does feel like that. 33 years for stealing stuff at gunpoint he ended up serving only nine years and getting out for good behavior but still nine years uh for stealing some sports memorabilia uh yeah as soon as the punishment like the verdict I mean, was released, like everybody knew. But it's like, so oh, stupid. he's going to jail for the other thing. You you <laughs> you got off for you know a situation where you know you probably murdered these people and you got away with it. Then you're going to push your luck and rob a sports memorabilia store. He's robbing. He's driving his boat too fast in a manatee protected zone. He's out of control. Yeah. I, I genuinely guess it's like if you think- get away with the first thing, you're, mm. you probably would feel pretty invincible <laughs> yeah. after that, right? But this is my personal opinion. Uh, I watching him being interviewed in that giant eight part series. Uh, I f- and it, what is it called? Made in America. Yeah, yeah. it's I think like that's right. I think even for years before, um, you know, his behavior and his uh, idea of himself, it sort of uh illustrated to me like a sort of sociopath you know a narcissistic sociopath and so i genuinely believe that in a fit of rage which we've heard that he's like he even after the murder trial he gets out of his car to rip some guy's glasses off like he can't physically control himself when he's angry uh he's clearly insane about nicole brown and uh for for a long time leading up to before the murder uh, I think still he genuinely weirdly convinced his brain that he didn't do it. Like, you know, how like weird sociopathic narcissists. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just never allow their mind to go to that part of admitting, you know, admittance, you know, mm-hmm. Always, admittance? Yep. you know what I'm talking Always about? Feeling for sure. You're yeah. right. So just two more things before we, uh, no, but Mike, let's think about this. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's true. I don't think he's. Uh, I, think, I don't think he's all there uh, in the brain. <laughs> Thank you. And I've never heard con- anyone talk about whether he had suffered concussions or anything either. Has that ever been talked about? Like, 
a good point. Yeah, I don't think they've really ever linked CTE to him, at least not what I've heard. But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, right. As James said, good point. I think for sure it could be like could be relevant. Uh, you know, every WWF guy like at like sixty has all these ma- you know problems or younger. Yeah, you know, yeah, probably could have messed with his head. So the guy's uh, got loopy brain. Uh, two more things. <laughs> we, uh, we mentioned earlier in 2006. This is just like just over a decade since he was acquitted in the murders. Uh, he starred in his own improv-based hidden camera prank show called Juiced, and he would play pranks on people as O.J. Simpson uh, while secretly filming them to get their reaction and say at the end during the reveal, "You've been juiced." And uh, one of the, he, he also did the, the theme song. Have you guys heard the theme song for Juiced? He raps the theme song. No. Oh, Sounds like God. I need to hear it. Gotta though. play that. There's an amazing, uh, some amazing lyrics here. Don't you know there's no stopping the juice when I'm on the floor like a lion on the loose? Better shoot me with a mm. tranquilizer dart. Don't be stupid. I'm not a Simpson named Bart. What? <laughs> Was was this on like just YouTube? It's on YouTube. Was it like Spike TV or what was the? I don't know the network. Uh, HBO. It was <laughs> PBS. Weirdly, yeah. uh, <laughs> and there was one episode where here was one of the pranks he did. He, as OJ Simpson, was a used car salesman, and he was trying to sell a white Ford Bronco with a bullet hole in the front, circled with his autograph. Ah, okay. I, I sort of What's like have a vague prank? memory of it, but I, <laughs> I think it was just so weird. I wrote it off as like I didn't process that this is real. Imagine just having that yeah. lack of self awareness to be like, well, half the country thinks I'm a murderer, and I'm just going to do a funny joke about the murder. People think I did anyway. It looks like it yeah, was, a, it, was a, it was a one-off pay-per-view as well. It wasn't like a an oh my god. Show, think, so, yeah. but yeah, oh see, Mike, god. that's Can what I I'm please... talking about about uh, his brain. Yeah. Can I please read the only review on IMDb of yes. Juice yes. with OJ Simpson? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The title is uh, this is from St Kelly One on December third, twenty ten. Too funny. Don't care what they say about OJ. The dude is hilarious. <laughs> That's just the title. Uh, Juiced may have been the funniest thing I have ever seen. It's just like punked, except with OJ Simpson. Let me say this. Through all the murdering and burglarizing he has done in the past, it hasn't affected his funny bone none. (laughs) Wow, and I'm reading something here where it says his girlfriend of the time of Juiced coming out, her name was S.T. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what kind of pranks Juice would pull off, and let me say he didn't hold nothing back. There's one scene where he runs after a dude with a golf club like he was going to smack him. I nearly lost it. Another scene that nearly goes to some bingo joint and messes with the old people's. The old bums don't know what hit him. <laughs> Overall, definitely a great flick. I would recommend it for any date night or family get together. Oh, my God. Family get together. <laughs> and yeah. he doesn't even say he's innocent. Like he, he acknowledges. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the guys who does. Stuff, uh, it didn't affect it, how funny he is. Yeah, guys. that's one of the guys who does Frank D'Angelo's fake reviews. On <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a gifted oh, comic sure. actor, as we have established. That's true. Well, yeah. I remember, like I said, I was just a young teen during the trial, but the whole time I was worrying about: Will he still be funny after this? 
<laughs> this screen cap from the show is absolutely incredible. I don't know if I can turn my computer enough. I can't. Okay, I'm gonna. Dro- I'll drop it in the chat. This screen cap is nice. absolutely insane. Um, there we go. We encourage our listeners to look up the theme song oh to Juiced and to watch it. This is a really good screenshot. <laughs> it's if a picture of OJ dressed like a homeless right? person, and then it looks like yeah, he was like sque- maybe squeegeeing off a guy behind him in a car's window, <laughs> and he's and kind of looking to the camera, being like, bah, bah, and his caption yeah. is, "If he's gonna clean the window, he's got to pay him." Right? This that picture Boy. makes me want to almost lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Even with SD Kelly Sally or whatever's review, it's it's still only got three point one out of ten on IMDb. Oh God! Yeah. So what the hell's wrong with these people? So the final thing I have to say about OJ uh, that we should talk about is his famous book, the two thousand seven book called "If I Did It," that was yeah. OJ Simpson, but it was ghost written by a screenwriter named Pablo Fenves. Uh, sure. don't think he's achieved much other success or notoriety. And he wrote Spy Kids three. Yeah. <laughs> so the big thing about this book was that OJ. There's a chapter where OJ paints a hypothetical picture of. He says, I, "Of course, we all know I didn't do the murders, but let's just say that I had done them. Here's how I would do them." And there's mm-hmm. a bizarre device he uses. Uh, he includes an op- a Venus for a man. Yes. <laughs> He paints a picture of the evening of the murder where he is accompanied by a fictitious, unwilling accomplice named Charlie who tells him to stop the murders and who OJ ignores. So he invents this character who was traveling with him on the night of the murders and the book cover, if you look it up, it looks like the book's title is I Did It because the word if is tiny and it's contained in the word I. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. You, you can't, even if you were an OJ supporter up to that point, surely that ruins it for you. Like, you couldn't be more flip about the murder of your ex-wife that you were accused yeah. of. You know yeah. what I mean? He's not a Simpson named Bart in this circumstance at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I did it. So there was a lot of controversy. And in the end, there was like a lawsuit and all of the royalties and, and money from the sales of the book eventually went to the Goldman family. So he didn't make any money out of it. It's good. Damn. So Crazy. that's OJ, hey? Wow. And he's just hanging in Florida now. Sorry, he's in uh, he's in a gated community in Vegas or somewhere near okay. Vegas these days. Our friend Robin Hatch has uh, tweeted a photo <laughs> where she ran into him at a yeah, restaurant that's right. like yeah. a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he wearing a Bills jersey too? Or... <laughs> I, don't I was I was nervous for her safety when I saw that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I guess uh, it's time to pull out the evilometer. Oh, uh, look at him! He's wearing a Buffalo Bills jersey, and he's got a, a glove that's a little too tight to fit his little robotic hand. And he yeah. um, he has a VHS of the Naked Gun. <laughs> Oh, evilometer. And also a DVD of Juiced. <laughs> um, so, you know, the evilometer guys, we, we rank the evil men on a scale of one to ten. Ten is the most evil. Ten being like Hitler, one being like Steve Urkel. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the guests, I think, should go first. What yeah. they would give OJ out of 10. On the yeah. Urkel to Hitler scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The famed okay. Urkel to Hitler scale. Yeah. 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 Oh. <clears throat> I guess like a five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you too because you got to put it in perspective. Like, you know, it's he's really, I think he's pretty bad, but yeah, but he's funny like Urkel sometimes. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, after I watched Juice, I sort of thought this is the modern day Urkel. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of the first thing that ran through my mind. Urkel with balls. Uh, I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll go a little higher than Stefan. I'll, I'll go. I, I know you guys do decimals, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes. So I I'll, do. I'll give Mike a, and James uh, do. I'll give a. I'll give a six point one to to mm, OJ. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I'll go next. Yeah, I, I think that's about right. Six point eight. That's bad. That's definitely bad. Yeah. It's just not no, like no Hitler. Like he's no hit. He's not Hitler, but yeah. he's pretty bad. I uh, Michael. I'm thinking of everything. You know, I'm seeing him as a whole person. You know, funny guy, uh, talented uh, football player, handsome. He was handsome guy. He was handsome. Just I, I can't forgive him for that speeding his boat in the manatee protected zone. Um, <laughs> all of the, the domestic assault and uh, the probably the two murders. Pretty bad. Very funny as Nordberg, um, uh, on the other hand. But yeah, I'm going to give him a uh, 7.6. Hmm. Chris. Yeah, I'm giving him a 7 because like, the mental detachment that I was trying to illustrate earlier really creeps me out. And you can see it a lot in the Made in America series when he's being interviewed. And also you can see it in the sense that he does pranks that are based around his fame, his infamy as the murderer, and uh, without any kind of like, uh, you know, conscience about that. And and same with the book, if I did it, it's like, it's just too bizarre for me that I don't feel safe uh, with a, a guy who probably murdered these people walking around free, laughing about it all the time. <laughs> Yeah, he. I think that part really freaks yeah. me out. He doesn't even yeah. pretend <laughs> sure. to be like somber about it. Like at least if he pretended to be like. To, yeah, I never have seen him pretend to be upset yeah. once ever. Yeah. It's really creepy. No, he seems like he's having the time of his life. The way he yeah, he's like golfing all the time, right? Like, yeah, yeah, and he's smiling, being like, "I don't think people should murder people." <laughs> have a good day on the golf course, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And so we've uh, we've clearly learned here with all these scores in now that uh, Stefan doesn't think OJ's evil at all. So, <laughs> well, I just, I'm, I'm just looking pretty at the wild Urkel take, Stefan, and I too. think that's kind of crazy. I think Stefan's going by body count. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Two for OJ? <laughs> yeah, it's two. <laughs> yeah. And how many for Urkel? One? <laughs> yeah, just his girlfriend's dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he, killed he killed himself. He killed himself. Steve Urkel had That's to die right. so Stefan yeah. Urkel could live. Steve yeah. Urkel blew his brains out in Kim Kardashian's room. Yeah. And he, he wrote a, He wrote a book called "If I Did That." <laughs> yes. That's, that's genuinely peak joke of the episode. Oh my god. Um, if I did that. Oh my god! Amazing. So, did you give a score, Chris? Yeah, seven, seven. seven he okay, said, yeah. excellent. Um, All right. So, thanks, guys. What? Uh, when does the episode with Jackie come out? 
Uh, um, it comes out on April third. April third, Monday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I don't know when out. this is coming out, but this is coming out uh, Thursday, March thirtieth. So we'll okay, so there you we go. can promote that. Keep an eye out for the next uh, block party with yes, Jack check and Pirico. Out the podcast block party. It's. Uh, so funny. Probably a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, are already listeners of your guys' show. Oh, it's yeah. It's really, really fun. Sure. There's definitely. definitely some crossover. And we've had all three of you on the show. So, I mean, if, yes. you're looking yes. for, if you're a fan of Evil Men and you're looking for a place to start with Block Party, uh, there's there's episodes with all three of these fine gentlemen and a bonus episode with all three of them at the same time. So mm-hmm. That was genuinely a wild party. And I actually feel bad that Dan is not included in this tonight. But uh, Dan has pretty severe diarrhea right now. He ate like so much stuff from Popeye's. He had two spicy chicken sandwiches, uh, two biscuits, a big thing of like red beans and rice and two giant root beers. Two root beers. And we were like, oh, Dan, at 11 o'clock last night. We're like, did yeah. you get two root beers? Because he's like, oh, well, the chicken sandwiches were buy one, get one free. So I had to get a yeah. second one. And then we were like, oh, did you get two root beers? Because it was like two combos. It was buy two one, meals get one free. free. And wasn't. he was like, no, it was just the sandwiches. But I figured I would need two root beers. To- yeah. So he bought, he paid full <laughs> price for the second. And he doesn't drink beer. water. That's his thing, right? That is yeah, his thing. He's drinking yeah. a little more yeah. these days. <laughs> and he's... Uh, He's his partner. He's he's recently in a relationship in the last, I guess, year or so. Mm. Oh, once you get a partner, you start drinking water. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) And that's pretty much what happened with Dan. Yeah, his partner. Now, let me ask you guys this because, you know, him pretty well. Um, Do you think he kind of like subconsciously does this to get to the point of diarrhea? <laughs> I do think he likes having diarrhea. Yeah, I think yeah. there's definitely a there's definitely something because he'll send up. me a picture of his diarrhea if it like looks funny enough, and I think he does enjoy doing that. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Oh, well, they send each other pictures of their shit colitis. all the time. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind sending uh, some pics to Mike and Chris. Oh, it happens to me a lot too. <laughs> that would add some jeopardy to the day because I'm. I, you never know. You know, if you're in public, opening your phone, you get a message. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send you pictures, James, of a clean toilet uh, for the days I'm constipated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys definitely, we definitely like are more jizz and you're more fecal. It is, but it's two sides of the Freudian coin. And and I think yeah. it was nice for yeah. listeners because they get to choose, yeah, exactly, which they feel more like that day. I love True. it. Yeah. Anything else um, you guys want to put out there? Uh, oh, I have the Twitch stream, the Go Off Kings. We stream four nights a week, uh, twitch.tv slash Go Off Kings. It's me and Jesse Farrar, who you might know from Your Kickstarter Sucks. Yeah, for sure. And nice. I have a podcast about new metal. You want to talk about some evil men? Uh, there's quite a few in the <laughs> in the new metal ranks. Uh, yeah, it's me and Brian Quinby, uh, who is the host of the guys podcast. Very funny. And, uh, yeah, once a month we review a classic new metal album, uh, which is, you know, your, your corns, your limp biscuits, uh, James, uh, Jack, we were talking to Jackie earlier about your mutual love of system of a down. So, we might have to, uh, we might have to get, uh, you on the old POD cast. James. Love to, that'd be sick. Love to. Excellent. And John, you're doing, if you're in Vancouver too, John, you're doing stand-up do stand up, up there yeah, all the time. If you're a stand-up fan, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cullen the Comic and I update with uh, shows. I got quite a few shows coming up in April. So uh, yeah, so give me a follow, come on out and see a show. For sure. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. This was a Thanks. blast. Yeah, this was great. It was great. It was another excellent episode of
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.